the greater your public identification with Jesus Christ, the more reward you are credited. Dr. Tony Evans says for Christians, judgment isn't about salvation, but compensation. The issue of rewards boils down to one thing. To what degree did you value the free gift of salvation? This is The Alternative with Dr. Tony Evans, author, speaker, senior pastor of Oak Cliff Bible Fellowship in Dallas, Texas, and president of The Urban Alternative. When we became Christians, Jesus saved us from hell. But that doesn't mean we won't find ourselves standing before the judgment seat of Christ. Today, Dr. Evans takes a look at how God will evaluate the things we do that have eternal significance. Let's join him as he begins. One of the biblical truths that have often gone unrecognized, unappreciated, and underutilized is the biblical doctrine of rewards. Jesus said in Revelation 22, verse 12, Behold, I come and I bring my reward with me to reward every man according to his deeds. Salvation cannot be earned. Salvation is a gift. But rewards can only be earned, for rewards are not a gift. The Bible makes it clear in Ephesians 2, 8, 9, By grace are you saved through faith, that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. Not according to works, so that no man will boast. So you only get to heaven by it being gifted to you. It's a gift, a gift you don't earn. A gift is given when you get a paycheck at the end of the week. That's not a gift. You earn that because you supposedly worked. (laughs) The Bible declares that salvation is a gift. It can only be given as you place faith alone in Christ alone for the forgiveness of sins and received the gift of eternal life. As many as received him, they became the sons of God. You receive salvation, but you earn rewards. One of the things that you and I must make clear to people as we witness and they tell you they're trying to make heaven their home. That means they're confused about salvation. You can't earn it because God's requirement is perfection. And as good as you may be, you're never going to meet that requirement of perfection. So God has to give you perfection by crediting you and me with the righteousness of Jesus Christ based on our faith in him. But once you accept Christ, the clock begins to tick for the purpose of rewards. Salvation, once received, can never be lost. Rewards can be lost.
Because people do not understand fully the doctrine of rewards, it is easy for us to be casual about our Christian life. Some cowboy fans or sports teams fan, whatever your team is, some are very loosey-goosey about their relationship. It can kind of come and go. If it's there, it's there. If it's not, it's not. If the game is on, if the game is not, yeah, I'm a fan, but, uh, but I'm, not, I'm not that deep in it. I recognize it, but I'm not that deep. Others... Others are more committed to the team. They're going to, they're going to watch the games regularly. They're going to keep up with the scores. They're going to keep up with the progress. Others are fanatical. They drive you nuts. They talk about it when you don't want to hear about it. Because they're all in. God has Christians like that. They have accepted Christ as Savior, but, you know, it's, it's okay. It's kind of casual. It's kind of, you know, go to church every now and then, you know, do a little something every now and then. But it ain't that big a deal. Others are committed there. They really want to show that they are serious about their following Christ. And some are fanatical. They can't get enough of him. Can't get enough of his word. They can't get enough of following him, witnessing about him, talking about him. God recognizes those differences. The issue of rewards boils down to one thing. To what degree did you value the free gift of salvation? The issue of rewards boils down to one cataclysmic question. How much did you appreciate the cross? That the sacrifice of Jesus Christ his death, his burial, and his resurrection to give you this gift of eternal life, how much did it matter to you that your eternal destiny has been made secure? Any of you who are parents knows what it is if you sacrifice to pay for your child's education. You worked hard, you saved money, maybe you worked overtime to make sure that they were able to get through college and all they wanted to do was party and they never wanted to do homework and they skipped class. What they're telling you is, I don't appreciate the cost. I know you worked, I know you saved, I know you paying for my college. But it don't matter that much. What a lot of Christians are saying to God is your sacrifice don't matter that much. 
Because I know you paid the price. But it just don't matter that much. After talking about the free gift of salvation, the Lord says in Ephesians 2, 8, 9, by grace are you saved, they come to verse 10, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works which he hath created beforehand that we should walk in them. He says you're saved by grace, but you're saved for work. College student, the college may have been free, but it's time to go to work. The issue of rewards has to do with the value that you place on the sacrifice of Christ. And so what the issue of rewards is, is to recognize that once you and I and we have come to Christ, we have incurred for the remainder of our time on earth, a requirement and a responsibility. Not to get to heaven, but to get as much of heaven as I can possibly get. So concerned was Paul the Apostle about this issue of rewards. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, he says... In verse 6, therefore, being always of good carriage and knowing that while we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord. We're in the physical now. We walk by faith, not by sight. We are of good carriage, I say, and prefer rather to be absent from the body and to be at home with the Lord. Therefore, we also have as our ambition, whether at home or absent, to be pleasing to him. Why? Why are you so concerned about this, Paul? Verse 10. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ so that each one may be recompensed for the deeds in the body according to what he has done, whether good or bad. Therefore, knowing the fear of of the Lord we persuade men. Dr. Evans will return with more on the biblical concept of rewards in just a moment. Stay with us. In the best of Tony Evans 2023, you'll hear messages packed with biblical truth and hope, a solid foundation in confusing times. Dr. Evans' 20 most requested lessons of this year, along with a copy of his powerful new devotional, Transformed by the Trinity. Discover key insights drawn from the names of God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit as found in the Bible. Get your copy of these valuable resources today at TonyEvans.org. In fact, the lesson you're hearing today, Returning to God for Reward, is one of those 20 most requested messages of 2023. So be sure to visit us today at TonyEvans.org to make a year-end donation and request the best of Tony Evans 2023 along with his new devotional book, Transformed by the Trinity. This collection makes a perfect gift for someone you care about, and we'd like to send it your way as our way of saying thank you for your financial support of Tony's ministry. Make your contribution online at TonyEvans.org today, 
or call our Resource Center at 1-800-800-3222. I'll have that contact information for you again after part two of today's lesson. Here's Dr. Evans. My son Jonathan was a journeyman in football. He was with five different NFL teams in five years. I will never forget his highlight tape. Most players have a highlight tape. So when he was coming out of Baylor University where he played college football, he had a highlight tape. The highlight tape only showed good stuff. That's all you put on a highlight tape. You don't put, you don't, you don't put nothing bad on a highlight tape. A highlight are your highlights. So his blocks, where he opened the hole for the running back as a fullback, his catches, where he scored. He had, he had you know, highlight tapes of like 15, 20 minutes. He had, he had bam, 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 bam. Because it was the highlights. But then one of the coaches said, we looked at all the game film. We didn't just watch what you wanted us to see. We looked at game film after game film. I'm got, you missed that block. You didn't, you, didn't, you didn't run that route right. In other words, it was not just an examination of the stuff that was good. It was the stuff that was good and bad. The Greek word for the judgment seat is the word bima. The word bima. Let me tell you about the bima. In Corinth, there was a stadium just outside of the city where they held their form of the Olympics called the Ishmian Games. The Ishmian Games were Olympic competitions. When the event was over, you went to the bima. The bima was a stand. The judges sat at the bema to evaluate the performance. There were two things that were critical. Did you do what the race called for and did you do it by the rules? Everything you have done and every word you have said. For the Bible says every word. From the time of your salvation to the time of the judgment seat of Christ has been recorded. At the judgment seat of Christ, your tape is played. Your review is held to determine your gain or lack of reward. So if you didn't care about rewards before you came to church today, your view of rewards should be changing right now. Peter had a question. In Mark chapter 10, Peter began to say to him, to Jesus, behold, we have left everything and followed you. 
We weren't just casual Christians. We weren't just churchgoers for Christmas and Easter. We weren't just doing the convenient Christian thing. We weren't just, I left my condo on the Galilee to follow you. So I want to know what's in it for me. Jesus said, verse 29, truly, truly, I say unto you, there is no one, somebody say no one, that means you're not an exception, who has left houses, brothers, sisters, mothers, fathers, or children, or farms for my sake and the gospel's sake, but that he will receive a hundred times as much now in the present age, houses, brothers, sisters, mothers, children, farms, along with persecutions, and in the age to come, eternal life. He says, if you follow me for my sake and the gospel's sake. In other words, you attach my name to what you do. When I am attached to you for my sake, because you have identified with me. So let me tell you right now, the greater your public identification with Jesus Christ, the more reward you are credited. The less your identification with Jesus Christ, the less reward you are credited. So don't you ever ask me to leave Jesus out. Nor should I ask you. Everything that we did that is of eternal value will stand the test of evaluation. Everything we did that heaven can't use will be burnt up. One time I was at a restaurant and they came out and showed me the steak I bought. They gave me the weight 16 ounces or something and they showed me the steak. But when it was on the plate, it was like this. Think was that big? What they showed me was this, but what I got was this. Because when the juice was burnt and the fat was burnt and all of that, it got smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. What I thought I was going to get, I didn't get. There are going to be a lot of folk at the judgment seat of Christ who thought they were going to get this and they're going to wind up with this or nothing. Paul said that the job of the church is to present every man perfect. Every man complete. Perfect doesn't mean that there are no losses or flaws. Perfect meant that you met the standard. But if we make it our goal as a church, you make it your goal as a Christian, and you become an influencer. If, if all of us were helping every other one of us to get our full reward, can you imagine what kind of church we would be? If everybody was helping everybody else to get their full removal. 
Dr. Evans will come back to wrap up today's program in just a moment as he shares a final story from his youth. But first, let me quickly remind you about our special year-end offer, The Best of Tony Evans 2023, 20 of Tony's most popular messages, plus his new devotional book, Transformed by the Trinity. This special resource bundle is yours as our thank you gift when you support Tony's work here on the radio, on television, and with pastors, families, and churches around the world. Get Tony's best so you can be your best. His latest book, Transformed by the Trinity, at 20 Messages to Wrap Up 2023. Make the arrangements today by visiting TonyEvans.org, where you can also find great life-changing gifts for the people you care about, including items especially geared for children and teens. That's TonyEvans.org. Or call our 24-hour resource center at 1-800-800-3222. That number again, 1-800-800-3222. Wisdom is more than knowledge. It's understanding how to apply what you know to real-life circumstances. Tomorrow, Dr. Evans will explain how God can use your past experiences to rebuild your future. Right now, though, he's back with this closing story. I was a teenager when one of the things my family loved to do, we did it with our family too, but I am a uh, historically been a fan of amusement parks because I love roller coasters. The wilder the roller coaster is, the more excited I get. Because the wilder the rides are, there's just an excitement. So my father would take us to Gwyn Oaks Amusement Park or the Timonium Fairgrounds in Maryland or Hershey Park in Pennsylvania, Coney Island in New York. And we would virtually always find a way in the summer season to go to an amusement park. Love amusement park. I don't remember what it was, but on this occasion, I had been misbehaving. I had not done what I was supposed to do. can't believe that happened, but that was the... <laughs> My father said, let's go. We all jumped in the station wagon and we went to the amusement park. My father bought a whole group of tickets for the four of us me, my two brothers, and my sister to ride. He handed some tickets to my brother Bo. Handed some tickets to my brother Maurice. Handed some tickets to my sister Beverly. Where are my tickets? Where are my tickets? My father looked at me and said, no ride today. The Bible calls it weeping and gnashing of teeth. No ride today. Now let me tell you, 
the pain of that moment. It wouldn't have been so bad if he left me home. But I had to sit in the amusement park and watch my two brothers and my sister ride. They would come by me saying, woo! They would come by me and say, we having so much fun. If you're saved, you're going to be in the kingdom. But the question is, will there be some tickets for you? The Alternative with Dr. Tony Evans is brought to you by The Urban Alternative and is made possible by the generous contributions of listeners like you. 